Now, we've been talking about the stars, and it's one of the really cool things that I love that you teach on the gospel and the stars. And uh, we've been talking about the very famous star of Bethlehem. Sure. Uh, but now you're telling me there's another sign in the stars that we need to be aware of as well that kind of goes into this? Well, it is, and this is because you can only get so close when you're looking with that one story dealing with John the Baptist mm-hmm. and his birth and, and following that star. You, you can get pretty close, but oh, still, yeah. how do you get to actual Jesus' birthday? We can actually get you to the time of his birth. That's just wow. the day. We can get you to the time of his birth because of another scripture, which is in Revelation chapter 12. So it's what I call the bonus confirmation of his birth. But a great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun. All right, think about that. A woman clothed with the sun, with a moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain. She was about to give birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. All right, since the son, uh, S-O-N, will rule all the nations with an iron scepter, we know it's Jesus. That's kind of an easy one. And the mother is obviously then Mary. The event with the sun, moon, and crown never happened on earth, right? But it did in the heavens. So... All we have to do is figure out when the world is he talking about and when. So we know the verse is speaking of the birth of Jesus. If we can find a time when the sun, moon, planets, and those critical stars are in the positions mentioned in that verse, then it should tell us when he was born, right? That's Mm -hmm. not too hard. So there are 12 signs of the zodiac. Now, zodiac has nothing to do with uh, astrology. It's astronomy. Zo- the, the zodiac is actually from a Hebrew word. It's just the path of those 12, those 12 that you see at night. Mm-hmm. We call it the ecliptic, right? So the 12 signs is the earth revolves around the sun. Each sign is clothed with the sun, so to speak, for one twelfth of the year or one month. Every sign is like that. The Virgin constellation is the only sign of a woman, so that's not really hard either. It's located within the normal paths of the sun, moon, along the ecliptic as they cross the heavens. It happens all the time. We know the great sign in heaven was speaking about Jesus being born to Mary. We can determine the month because he would have to be born when Bethula the Virgin was clothed with the sun, and that happens only once every year. And it's around September. So already, you've got it narrowed down to one month of the year, and you already know it's not Christmas. It's not December. It's September. Specifically, we know from the year 3 BC, the position of the sun, as described in Revelation 12, could only have occurred between August 27th through September 15th. So now we're down to two weeks. Meanwhile, the moon crosses the Virgin constellation every day and is under her feet each evening. So now we know that it's also within those two weeks and it's in the evening when it happens. He was born at night, but not last night. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, okay. in, in 3 BC, the sun and moon were in the proper position only one time, September 11th wow. of that year, beginning at 6.15 p.m., lasting until 7.45 p.m. As the new moon appeared, it signaled the beginning of a new lunar month on Tishrei one, the first day of Tishrei, as you well know, that's the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah. So according to the Revelation 12 signs, Jesus was born between sunset and moonset on September 11th, 3 BC or Rosh Hashanah. Interestingly, the enthronement psalms in which Jehovah reigns, are Psalms 47, 93, 96, 97, 98, 99, were all part of the liturgy of the ancient synagogues on September 11th when he's enthroned. Adam and Eve were created on Rosh Hashanah. It makes sense that Jesus, the second Adam, who was the creator, would also be born. 
It was the day God recreated the world. In Genesis 8, by the first day of the first month of Noah's 601st year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. On a side note, some people have argued that Jesus was born two weeks later during the Feast of Tabernacles. While others have proposed Passover. But the Feast of Tabernacles and Passover occur in the middle of the lunar month when the moon is full. Therefore, it can't be a new moon as required in Revelation 12. Mm. Jesus was 30 years old at the time of his baptism. Luke tied this event to the 15th year of Tiberius Caesar, which was in 27-28 AD. This would place the birth of Jesus in 3 BC once again. So it was just a lot of little things. But if you're ready for a few more bonuses, uh, as a bonus point from history, the Caesars. 3 BC and 2 BC was a period for celebrating the glory of Rome. 2 BC was the 750th year of the founding of Rome. Caesar Augustus celebrated his 25th year as emperor in 2 BC, counted from the time he was proclaimed Augustus in 27 BC. On February 5th of 2 BC, Augustus was awarded his most prestigious title, uh, Peter Patre, father of the country. This award confirms the chronology of Jesus' birth because a decree went out from Augustus that the entire population of Roman people were required to register their oath of allegiance to him in the year prior to the award, which is 3 BC. So it, it leans things pretty good. Yeah. Now, what about historians? Many modern theologians insist that the birth of Jesus occurred between 7 BC and 4 BC. But early Christians who wrote in the late 100s and early 200s all support a 3 BC or 2 BC birthday. Why is there no year zero? You got to ask that question. <laughs> so 3 BC, if it's BC and AD, why is he not born in zero? What's, what is the math <laughs> it problem? It is confusing. It yeah. is, all right. So with a numbering system literally called BC before Christ and AD Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, we naturally think Jesus would have a birth date of the year zero. With years that followed, you know, numbering his birth, so we would, well, it would make more sense. But there is no zero in either the Julian or Gregorian calendars. The sequence of years before Christ ends at 1 BC, and 80 picks up the next year with 81. So you have a three year gap right there. So when Dionysus Exiguus developed the Christian calendar, a sixth century monk, monk uh, the years were renumbered, starting with the birth of Jesus as year one, which caused a mathematical error of three years. And that's how we got to where we are. So, mm. Okay, we got one more thing to talk about when we come back. We're going to head to the manger. We're going to actually look at, the, we talked about Bethlehem, but it's actually Bethlehem Ephrata. So we're going to look at Bethlehem Ephrata, how the angels found him, all those kind of things, how we can add a little more celebration to our Christmas.